Well, it looked like the talk worked. Rake Myers showed up. The incredible jokes happened. And Christian Javier struggled with control, but he did the job. And film a ton. He's throwing perfect. Let's talk about this on tonight's winning Locked on Astros edition. Alvarez hits a high drive center field. Veerling's back. This game is turned upside down. There's the runner. Fly ball down the right field line. Tucker comes on. Kyle Tucker. This time they finish the job. We are Locked On Houston Astros, and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You find me on Twitter at Eric Talk Strohs. Find the show at Locked On Astros, your team every day. Brett, where can they find you being positive about the Houston Astros? They can find me at H-Town Wheelhouse on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. They can find me at Stroh's 411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive. Positive. I love this team. Even when I'm critical, always Stroh's. All right, guys. Thank you for making Locked on Astros podcast your first listen every day, whether it's on YouTube. Go and keep on giving a, us a, a – go and subscribe to us and give us a, a big fat thumbs up and go and make us your first listen and become an everydayer. Just go ahead and wear that with pride and just say, yes, I'm a Locked on Astros everydayer. And check us out on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. Go and check us out. And don't forget that the Astros will play the Blue Jays again Tuesday night at 7-10. Will George Springer actually hit a ball out of Minute Maid Park? He tried three times tonight. But go ahead and listen to the uh, every pitch of uh, of the home broadcast with Sirius XM on the Sirius XM app. Just search the Astros. And today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Go to HelloFresh.com slash MLB60 and use the code MLB60 for 60% off plus free shipping. And... Jake Myers hit a home run. Can you believe it? I think everybody was shocked. And if you looked at the face of Jake Myers, he was like, did I do that? <laughs> did I? Oh, man. Uh, let me tell you, um, if, there's one, if there's one person in the whole universe that believed in Jake Myers, it was that Astros girl, her friend Cherie. She, she was like, every time he got up to bat when we got our – Butts beat nine to one. She was like, "He's gonna hit it out. I know he is." And and I'm yelling, "Rake Myers!" And we're and then we're like, "Just get on base, Myers!" And we were, I mean, golly. And look, Jake told me at spring training he was he was ready. He told me he had the power, and he felt it. It's just I, I don't know. Maybe he hadn't been you know barreling the ball. Maybe it's been his timing. But today, that's right. Everybody deserves a chance. Everybody, because look, nobody's perfect. But just know that that any any criticism we give is is not because we ever feel like we can do what they can do better, but we know what their potential is. And if they're going to be on this roster, you've got to perform. Like one of the one of the key things that I didn't think about, you know, Bregman has a low average but he's got a high on base percentage because mm-hmm. he's seen a lot of pitches. Right. And so you take the good with the bad and, and you even mentioned it. And I think you mentioned it and I didn't really emphasize it. So I, I apologize. You talked about 
his walks. And I remember that because I went back and watched. I was like, oh, I didn't really like give him that oomph and that boost. But the this team is very capable of winning. I mean, Kevin Gossman, Eric, this is an ace. This isn't some some like guy they pulled up because they have an injury. And I said yesterday it would be a very Astros thing for them to come in and just pounce on the Blue Jays. But seven runs. Eric, did you see that? I was literally listening to the game at my son's practice, and the run started coming in, and I was like, oh, my God, are they going to score like 15 runs in one inning? It was it was really, it was really welcomed to see them jump on the Blue Jays like this because the Blue Jays' offense disappeared. And like you mentioned, George Springer, man, he just missed. He could have had a three-home run game today pretty easily. Yes, definitely, for sure. And this was actually the seven-run first inning by the Astros were the most um, in the first inning since they scored nine against Seattle on August 14th of 2020. George Springer was on the team at the time, and he scored two runs in that game. And Kevin Gossman gave up six runs before today's game. Three of them are earned over 20 innings, but he gave up seven runs in this game before he even got the second out. And Abreu and Jolks, they both had two big RBIs, both of them hard hit. And uh, the, I think the biggest one was Abreu. I mean, Jolks, yes, that was great, man. But uh, I think a lot of people have been very critical of Jose Abreu. And probably, uh, and he understands that. And Alex Centrone has been working on it. And pitchers are identifying that he's behind on the pitches. And so they're attacking him with the fastballs. And so what he's he did today was he made good solid contact. And he barely missed a home run. But it was 100 and something miles per hour off the bat. And Jolks had that double. He added a home run later on in the game. So this kid is saying, Michael Brantley, who? When you come back, don't. I ain't going well, down. <laughs> well, look, so 109.3 miles an hour off the bat for Abreu, 109.6 for Jolks, 105.6 for Myers, and Jolks with another hit, 107.2. And look, Springer hit the ball 109 miles an hour off the bat. And so he had like three was, deep drives to center oh, field. I and know. the Blue Jays, uh, all the Blue Jay players were like, dude, didn't you used to play here? Don't you know how to hit home runs <laughs> here? And uh, then Espinal, a uh, guy that doesn't hit home runs, hit a home run. And um, then you have Tucker, who who hit a bloop to left field and it falls for a, two, a double. And right. Springer's out there in, in right field just like, what the heck? You know, baseball is funny like that. Like you can hit a solid ball. You can drive it. We talked about expected batting average, all that stuff. But man, I mean, look, how big was it, though, for Chris Navier to get the hottest hitter in baseball, Matt Chapman, striking out with bases loaded? I mean, the bases were loaded. Matt Chapman's up. The dude's got four home runs. He's hitting the cover off the ball. He already hit a home run. And he's the guy that gets up and you're like, oh, crap. They're about to make this a freaking game. They're about to do a Toronto Blue Jays thing, right? He struck him out. And Javier, he he deserves credit, too, because he struggled with command. You know, this year, his strikeouts per nine are down by like 4.47. I don't know if that's the exact number. But he's down almost five Ks per nine on average this year already, right? 
And so for him to struggle with command and come back, but to get key strikeouts on key batters is huge for this team. And that's what this team needs. It's building on the small successes to get you to the place you're expected because Javier has not performed up to par. Yeah. And uh, the one positive from today's game, yes, he did pitch five innings. Yes, he got the win, but his velocity was up a tick. His command is still off a little bit, like you said, but he still did enough to keep the – I mean, granted, he had a seven lead uh, run lead in the first inning. He gave up the home run, Matt Chapman. Uh, But overall, I'm not worried too much about Christian Javier. I think he's going to figure it out. I'm more worried about Luis Garcia. I think that there's there's something wrong with his delivery. And on the crossover podcast, I said that this game was probably the one the Astros were going to lose because Gosman was probably going to come in and dominate. And then I reverse jinxed him. So you're welcome, Astros fans. There you go. You know, you jinxed him. I said we were going to come out. Look. Ever since Corey Jolks has been on our show, what's he been doing? He's the incredible Jolks, which you you heard it here first from H-Town Wheelhouse on Twitter. And you got Blummer saying incredible Jolks. Um, of course, that, that's not a hard nickname to come up with. So I don't necessarily know if he's coming over here to get that. But, dude, his home run was a freaking blast. Yeah, And it was his first home run at home in front of the home crowd, in front of his family. I mean, this is a kid that went to Clearbrook High School. He went to University of Houston. He gets drafted by his home team, and he gets called upon more times than not. They haven't lost a game, Eric, when he starts. Yes. Uh, Something we do need to talk about is how the Astros uh, Twitter handle has been trolling the Rangers all day about their City Connect uniforms. We'll have to talk about that in a second, but um, oh my gosh, it's it's classic. (laughs) It's great. So it's so rare to see Twitter handles going after each other like that. But uh, this episode is brought to you by So Rare. Look, So Rare is the amazing, revolutionary fantasy baseball game marketplace transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 Major League Baseball teams. Unlike other fantasy baseball platforms, So Rare managers truly own their fantasy experience, collecting, buying, selling, competing with player cards against global opponents to win epic rewards. Win or lose, you will still own your cards and there's no cost to play. Plus, the more you win, the more you advance, collecting increasingly powerful cards, accessing next-level competitions and rewards. With brand ambassadors like Juan Soto and Julio Rodriguez, I know they're not on our team, but those are some good dudes to follow, and you could possibly interact with them at some point during the season. MLB game weeks happen twice weekly in a span of three to four days. At the end of the game week, so rare MLB managers who rank near the top of their leaderboards win a variety of rewards which you can include SoRare scarcity cards, game tickets, merchandise, signed jerseys, VIP experiences like MLB stars. Prizes may vary depending on the competition. So head to SoRare.com slash locked on. That's spelled S-O-R-A-R-E.com to draft your team for free today. Set your lineup. Start competing today. Win epic rewards. Again, that's SoRare.com slash locked on. Begin playing today. And don't forget that the Astros play the Blue Jays Tuesday night at 7:10 Central Standard Time. That's right. Every pitch of the Astros home broadcast you can hear with Sirius XM. You will get to hear Ford and Sparky talk about the Astros trouncing the Blue Jays, hopefully once again, and keep 
George Springer in the yard on the SXM app. Search Astros and check it out. To give you a story about George Springer, um, he actually had flyouts of 381 feet, 392 feet, and 407 feet today. That's criminal. And, <laughs> and it was to dead center field. And so you can see why that this was crazy. And um, Gosman only lasted four and two thirds innings. And uh, the main reason why Christian Javier only pitched five innings was he had the the 32 pitch uh, third inning where he loaded the bases and luckily nothing happened there. But uh, you're playing with fire when you're strung with command like he was in this game. But to his credit, he actually uh, went went about his business. But one thing that before we get to the City Connect, the Rangers City Connect jerseys, yes. is uh, today is um, Maton, Phil Maton Mondays. And this is something that oh. apparently they're starting. And I think this is really awesome uh, thing that they're doing. And so the Astros signed a new player. They signed a kid today, seven-year-old Zane Harris, to one-year con- uh, sorry, one-day contract. Uh, this is part of the Make-A-Wish Foundation, and um, he actually he's struggling, he's fighting leukemia, and so as part of that one-day contract with the Astros, he got to meet Dana Brown, uh, the Matons, and he also got to go on a shopping spree. Uh, at the team store so that was a pretty cool experience for this kid and apparently uh, the matons are going to be kind of uh, sponsoring something like this every monday that is really cool i saw that and you know i love that him and his wife were like we need to get involved in the houston community and that's something that players have done since i mean you know since before crane i mean bgo was always really great with it bagwell was always real charitable but just this team character overall, Bregman does a ton for the community. I can't wait to see what Jose Abreu does because that guy was beloved in the South side of Chicago. He did a ton of charity work. He worked with a lot of kids with, with different disabilities, a lot of kids with down syndrome, things like that. And so that was a really, really neat thing to say. Um, you know, Eric, before you start talking about the city connect jerseys with, with the, um, with the Rangers, the Astros came through brother. I don't know if you saw a short that I developed, but I've got all these things that we're going to be able to give away on the show. Look at this. A Jordan Alvarez World Series ring, a Space City Jose Altuve bobblehead. And if you're watch, if you're listening, you'll have to go and watch and see. Breggy Bomb bobblehead, World Series trophy, 2022 World Series champion trophy. You got two of those. Um, and then they even sent us like game programs. The official like opening day, I got one for Bregman, one for Pena. I mean, Anita Singal and Daniel Kimball came through for us, sent us this big box, and we'll be giving it away, some on the show, some at our live shows that we do, and things like that. So thank you to the Houston Astros for doing the second year in a row. Like last year, they gave us the previous year's giveaways. This year, they gave us stuff from this season. So I was super excited. I wanted to share that with you all live on there. All right, sit right back. Let me tell you a story of Dallas and Fort Worth. They have a long story history of minor league baseball, and Uh, um, they wanted to represent this history in their City Connect uniform. So why didn't they just wear Rangers jerseys? Because aren't they a minor league team? Can I talk? I'm trying to narrate this. Come on. (laughs) Anyway, so um, 
the teams were called the uh, one of them was called the Panthers. The other one was called the Eagles. The Panthers turned into the cats. And so they wanted to represent the the great tradition of Fort Worth and Dallas, both minor league teams. So they merged it into one mythological creature that was a, a mixture of a, a panther and an eagle. So it's a it's a peagle. And so that is the the mascot of there. So if you did not know that, that's what it is. So I'm about to put something on your screen that may scare you. Uh, if you have young children watching the podcast, you might want to close their eyes. But here it goes. All right. So here is what you got. So this is their uniform. I know we don't see the actual um, mythical creature. It may be on the side uh, right there. But um, this is basically it. Um, so it doesn't have any Rangers colors in it, and it's um let me I just tell you, these look like beer league softball jerseys. Now, actually, I found an official drawing of the mythological creature. <laughs> this is what it is. It's a liger. This this animal on their uniform reminded me of do you remember this from Napoleon Dynamite? Oh. That's what it reminded me of. <laughs> This is a joke. I'm sorry. Guys, if you're going to build a baseball stadium that looks like you build tractors and metal buildings in, please don't give me a beer league softball uniform. I mean, it looks like a beer league. Look, I'll throw shade at the Space City pants right now. I don't like the blue on blue. I think they should have white pants or orange pants or something different. So I love the Space City uniform. I don't like the entire get up head to toe, but this thing. They were like, this represents all of Texas. And then I retweeted MLB and I was like, the Rangers don't speak for me. <laughs> they don't, uh, uh, don't, don't put that on me, Ricky Bobby. Do not put that on me. Look, the City Connect jerseys, I don't know. I, it just looks like they were like, what's DFW? I mean, why didn't they throw a Dallas Cowboys star in there? I mean, isn't that DFW? I'm just saying, like, they should have just put like a, a picture of the southern portion of Oklahoma. Because I, I usually call it Southern Oklahoma, but I digress. All right. This is the best picture I can find of the, the little creature right there. So The liger? <laughs> no, it's a, uh, it's a peagle. <laughs> is that, no, is so, that the name they gave it? Yeah, it's a peagle. It's a, uh, okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Okay, it's a I panther saw that eagle. word. I saw that word. I didn't know what, I thought it it's was a It's a panther title. eagle. So that's all it is. So anyway, Ron Burgundy is going on here. Astros Twitter handle has been throwing shade all day and saying that, well, the um, Astros have the best uh, uniform uh, city connect uniforms in baseball. And then also after the game, uh, they said, well, getting a win in these uniforms is greater than any other (laughs) uniforms. And so uh, it's pretty awesome. But I know that the Astros uh, city connect uniforms have outsold all the other ones and so no they have it, it's just awesome I mean, I mean it looks so good the jersey does but you have to agree with me the blue on blue the pants makes it look like a jumpsuit they look like sweatpants to me if they all wore high socks with the orange socks i could do the blue pants i just can't do the straight hip down to ankle blue it just i i don't i'm not a big fan of that but look can we just get back to majestic jerseys like I've got a couple Nike jerseys, but I'm sorry, MLB. Can we get back to the Majestic or Rydell? 
Can we get back to those old school jerseys? Like I haven't done it yet, but I'm definitely going to buy. They have those Jeff Bagwell or Craig Biggio, um, Mitchell and Ness, um, late nineties Astros blue jerseys. And it's a thick, like hot Jersey material, but I like that kind of, because my Nike Jersey just, they feel they're just thin. I don't like them as much, right? I'll get them because it's what they wear right now. But I just think the city connect thing, I, I don't know, like who do the people that make them really, really pay attention to baseball or are they like fashionistas, right? Are, are they just like, I don't know. Some like, of them are just like flowers. Like I think Washington DC uh, does. Well, and as much as I objected to that, when you talk to people from Washington, apparently that's a pretty personal thing and they love yeah. it. So whatever, that's their city, but not on my uniforms. We ain't putting no flowers on my uniform. Yeah. So um, I, this was something that they've been apparently coming up with for uh, two years. So uh, that's what they wanted. So it represents it represents the Metroplex of Dallas and Fort Worth. So you do you, boo. <laughs> you say <laughs> the Peagle, because every time I think of Dallas Fort Worth, I think of a Peagle. <laughs> OK, <laughs> that's you can find him at H-Town Wheelhouse. Hey, <laughs> mark my words. I'm going to Arlington this year to watch a game and I'm going to bring a sign that says defeat the Peagle. And it's going to have a line through <laughs> with Mauricio Dubon writing on the Peagle. That's, that's what well, I'm going to do. <laughs> this dude has a 12 game hitting streak. And so he does. Yes. Oh, we're not even talking about him. He does right. have a 12 game. I'm hitting trying to get streak. back to Astros talk. I'm tired of the, well, you, hold on. You started this crap, dude. Well, I had to talk about it, but you're the one that keeps on going. Peagle, 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 Peagle. <laughs> Okay, my bad. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, uh, Dubon had a, a, a first pitch um, single and to start the game. So uh, that's awesome. Extends the hitting streak. And a lot of good offense today. Uh, let me take this off real quick. Uh, you're distracting me. Uh, so we had Abreu with that the double. He had two RBIs on night. Corey Jolks was two for four with a home run and a double with three RBIs. Jake Myers, two for four. With three RBIs. How, what's the last time you remember hearing that? But on the other side of the story, two strikeouts. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, come on, man. Why you got to rain on Jake's wah, parade wah. like that? Yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Cesar Salazar also got another hit. And it was almost identical to his uh, big league, um, his first hit in big league. So that was awesome. So He's a singles uh, machine. A, yes. But hey, this guy, this guy wants to have a word with you. <laughs> Okay, Jake yes. for his arms. I think we gave him a lot of airtime today. Um, so yes, it was pretty impressive. So Corey jokes, yes. Um uh, yes. <laughs> and then hey, I hit a double, dang it. I almost hit a home run. You better talk about me too. <laughs> I know that uh, a lot of people are talking about well, what's going on with Jose Abreu? And uh he said, I'm not seeing the ball. I think I'm just not getting to a correct place where I want to make good contact with the ball. Obviously I'm not very happy with the results we've been getting, but you know, there's nobody else other than me. That's more disappointed with the start that I'm having. But again, I think it's just part of the game. Obviously I'm just continue going to try to work towards it and um, just get out of it. And I've got a great, there's so many pictures here now, Brett <laughs> thoughts by dusty. Who is that quote from you just read? That was uh, Jose Abreu. Okay, that's what I thought. I, I just wanted to make sure that I that I heard you right. Go ahead. Okay, 
So this is Dusty Baker. Apparently after the, or actually before Sunday's game, he called the Chicago White Sox front office and said, yo, uh, we purchased this first baseman from y'all this offseason, and uh, he ain't hitting right. Is there is he faulty? Is there something wrong with him? Uh, can you help us uh, try to fix him? And uh, so this is what the, uh, Dusty Baker had to say. They told me that he usually starts off, uh, he's, that he starts off a slow start in April, but when he gets it together, he keeps it together for a long time. So we've just got to be patient. So wait, Dusty literally called them? Yes. <laughs> he was like, he, he, Dusty's like, um, hello, um, hello, uh, the first baseman you sold us is broken? <laughs> I don't think he said that, but I, I think- know, I know, but it's like Dusty never ceases to. I love this guy. And, and look, I know some people freak out at his lineups, and I know – like the second the Astros lose and you think because it's the lineup he put on the field and it's all Dusty's fault, but you got to give credit where credit's due. Like this guy knows more about baseball than probably any of us could ever forget. Yeah. I mean, he's been in the game so long and that counts for something, but that doesn't surprise me that he calls. I just, I wonder what he actually said. Like he, there's no way he told us what he actually said. Like, Hey man, look, Jose, look good. dude, heck? Love him. I love Jose. But man, like, what's up? He's like, he's hitting, but he's not getting the RBIs. Like, is there something? Is there like some motivation? Does I bought he, this first baseman on Amazon, and uh, can I return it? Does he like gifts? Do we need to like wrap a bat? It's still what, within what a ninety-day return policy. Can I return the first? Oh, dang, he wanted to return them. He was like, "Give right. me Yuli." Everybody, everybody's crying for Yuli. Oh, this is why. This is why we shouldn't have let Yuli go. Yuli, so, you know. <laughs> Alex Centrone said that I'm not worried about him. I was watching some video today and he was hitting like 236 last May around May 31st. The guy was hitting 300 on the season. So when he gets hot, it's crazy to see him hitting. Uh, And so I'm relaxing, just trying to figure out his timing. So it just, he's just got to figure out why, how he can make better contact. He's just got to do what he did today. And once he's able to make the more consistent contact, not fall behind the pitches, not swing over or under the the breaking pitches, I think he's going to be fine. And nobody gets there before um, Jose Bray. He's always out there uh, taking ground balls at first base with Gary Pettis or whoever's uh, doing it. And so he he does care a lot, guys. It just he's a notoriously slow starter, but then he turns it on and becomes an MVP. So let's just. Let's so, just uh, give him some time, not return me up. So, Eric, I have a question. Have you have you looked at this? Now, on Baseball Savant, I'm sitting here looking at this pitch report. You know, Christian Javier induced 13 swings and misses today, along with Kevin Gossman as well. Okay. But they have a pitcher report where you can slide through the speeds of the pitches, okay? And a majority of them are up close to 95 um, between it looks like 92 and 95 miles an hour. And then it ranged down to his slider and knuckle curve, which was between 75 and 83. But this pitch visualization thing is really cool. He averaged 94 miles per hour on his fastball, on, on his four seam. I don't know if you've looked into that. I just started looking into this thing and it's, it's a great, like if you're a visual learner like me, See, look, I'm not a baseball savant. I don't know everything about baseball, and I've never professed to. 
I try to learn something new every day. And if you're a visual person, you've got to go to Baseball Savant and go to this picture game visual, like visual and look at, I mean, it's a great chart because you scroll through and it puts the dots for the different pitches in different zones and different quadrants and it explains it to you. Despite his command, like you said, his velocity was up. He can do swings and misses and he got out of tough situations. That's what your pitchers need to do. And Hunter Brown's doing an excellent job of it this year. If Christian Javier turns it up, Frember Valdez is looking good. Urquidy, I Urquidy's been fine for me. We just need Luis Garcia to pick it up a little bit. Yeah, I think things are going to fall into place, Eric. But tell me about Kevin Gossman's hard hit percentage today because they crushed the ball off of him. I'm not oh. actually telling you, but uh, like it was 109.6, 109.3, 107.2. Oh no, they 6. crushed him today. Yeah. yeah, he was he was yeah. very he was very hittable. But you know, when when Gossman's on, he's on. When Gossman's off, that's the problem though with the big pitcher that that throws with velocity. And I think people always ask, well, why why does Stanek not get in more? It's right. because Stanek throws straight gas and it's high heat. 9,900 today. And if there's not a lot of movement on that, right? Right. The bat and the ball are going to make contact. And that's typically not good. The harder the ball comes at you, the farther it flies, right? So, yeah. you know, it's good, though, to see the Astros pitchers come in, do their job, do their work. Dude, Phil Maton, isn't he pitching, like, perfect right now? Like, yeah. has he not He's the Astros' best runner? reliever right now. Yeah. Go figure. You had him, Seth Martinez. Um, punch your brother then, more. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, he didn't punch his brother, but go punch a locker no, more. <laughs> no, do not punch a locker. No, 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 no. That's why he's doing so good. He didn't punch anything. Um, but I love this win, Eric. This is a good, complete right. team win. The young guys, the veterans, the pitchers—they all did their job. Right. Let's just keep doing this until all two eight comes back. These next three weeks are going to be. Hell on earth, bro. It's going to be a tough battle these next three weeks. Can you imagine the Astros before today scored five runs all together in the first inning in the first 16 games all together? <laughs> then they did what? seven today. <laughs> and they, do, wait, they only scored five runs in all, all season long before today, five runs in the first inning. And then they wow. come out with seven. That's an outburst. So, and you know, I was looking at baseball savant earlier and you know, who had the uh, second longest home run of the uh, day, sorry, fourth home run, longest home run in baseball today. Who? Corey Jolks at 424 feet. So that was Jolks. That was impressive. But also um, some people were asking about Chaz McCormick. He was apparently feeling a little bit better. Dusty Baker said, and he was available to pinch run meaning his vision is not good enough for him to hit or Wait. play in that field, but he can run around bases. They're like, Chaz, he missed second. Well, I saw two of them. <laughs> I'm seeing three, coach. Hit the one in the middle. Already, Yeah, that was pretty bad. But um, he said he could not offer for further clarity on McCormick's <laughs> progress or whether he'll be available to start again. Chaz is um, leaning again. Chaz it is, is his birthday on Wednesday, and they are also giving away World Series rings that have McCormick on there. So hopefully he's able to return to the, the lineup. We hope to see that on Wednesday. Okay. Can I say this? Mm-hmm. We can take the gold jerseys out of the 
cabinets or out of the drawers cabinets. He puts their jersey in a cabinet oh. out of their drawers. We can, we can, we can, um, Positive Brett is back. We can, we can, we are ready to rain now. <laughs> it only took one game to turn me around. I'm such a, I'm such a homer. Screw it. I'm such a homer. I don't care. I love this. God, I love this team. I would do, I would run through a flaming brick wall for this team. Like right now. Yes. Guys, that's all we got for this edition of the Lockdown Astros podcast. Hopefully tomorrow we'll be talking about another victory. And the and Jose Kitty is just oh. doing what he does. And the Astros offense explodes for seven more runs. It's possible, right? Well, that's right. It's Tyson, possible. He's hey, hey. Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna throw this out there. I'm gonna throw this out there. Um, I've got some I've got some tickets to give away. I've got an extra pair of tickets. Okay. And you know what? Brandon Bennett, you won the tickets. Brandon Bennett, um, text me on um, on Twitter. Brandon Bennett, you just won two tickets. I'm just giving them to you. There you go. We got free tickets. I'm happy. I'm loving it. All righty. Make sure you uh, subscribe to us on YouTube and make us your first listen every day. And you could win tickets someday. So we'll see you tomorrow. And go Stros and have a great evening. <laughs>